Well, you'd have to be living under a rock to not be aware of ongoing problems in our building industry, shortage of labour, supply chain issues, rising cost of materials. Well, now the Master Builders Association of WA is getting together with the state government with a joint industry working group to try to improve the way contracts are awarded and to offer some protection to the industry. Uh, John Jalavis is the Executive Director of MBAWA. Good afternoon, John. Uh, good afternoon, Joe. Good to be with you. Yeah, thanks for your time. Look, this um, Joint Industry Working Party, Working Group, what, what do you hope it will achieve? Look, well, as you pointed out at the start of the um, the, the program announcement is that, yeah, look, the, the industry's been, I guess, um, going through some pretty significant challenges. And as you point out, the the, the issues around massive price escalations, uh, supply shortages and skilled labour limitations around the, the challenge around COVID and global supply chain challenges. But but also there's significant risks in relation to, to that process. And, and what we've seen is uh, really a cost and cash flow crunch that's impacted many of our members, not just residential builders, but also commercial builders and non-residential builders. So, um, but, but these reform um, measures that we've introduced a few months ago highlight sort of 18 recommendations that we would like to see government and, and private principles adopt to help build a better industry. And, um, and there's, there's 18 recommendations. We've taken them to government. Government have considered um, them. And, and now we're, we're going to be working collaboratively to, to implement as many as we can. And, and this announcement is a great step forward. Now, I saw, obviously, I've had a quick, a, a very brief look at the recommendations. A couple of the ones that caught my eye were you want tender participation costs, so for builders being uh, financially reimbursed for the time that they spend putting together a tender. Is that what that's all about? Yeah, that's right. I think that what you find is in many cases the... Uh, um, the builder is um, is absorbing a significant amount of costs up front, and and we see that just not only in the tender process, but also the uh, the purchase of materials, and and in many cases difficult to pass those those costs on until they're either in, in the project. So, um, and that's really where the, many of the the cash flow challenges um, and the and the contracts um, I guess create create issues and challenges for uh, for the industry. So, it's really about assisting the the, the builder in in their cash flow side of things. And I think that 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 element to the uh, to the recommendations is a very important one. Uh, the other aspects are, are relating to um, to fairer contracts, and and yeah. that's that what we've seen is the the balance of con the balance of risk uh, probably move uh, uh, more towards the head contractor. Uh, and at the moment, with the volatility of the market in relation to the supply of materials and and those cost escalations, it's really important that that in those contracts there's there's a fair allocation of risk, and and uh, the builder is able to pass those costs on in 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 that particular project and, uh, and that's really important. And will that help if you can get some material and equipment payments through from uh, you know whoever you're tendering to will that will that help with the payment of subcontractors as well? Yeah, look, I think with these, what these recommendations do is they they create a, a I guess a, a a better level of risk, and that affects everybody right through the the whole supply chain from builders to subcontractors to uh, uh, suppliers and uh, and and even uh, and workers right through the whole supply chain. So if we can fix the I, I guess the not only the, the the contracts and make those contracts a fairer allocation of risk, and also we uh, we adopt a procurement model across the industry that's more around value over the, the life cycle of the project rather than, say, lowest cost, then that, that 
that will create a better a better industry for everybody. And I think uh, uh, from principals right through to uh, to um, as you say, subcontractors, suppliers, and workers, and everyone. So we're really trying to build a better industry for the longer term. And and uh, and certainly what we've seen in recent times is is some builders having to um, to call in administrators because they're they're, they're dealing with this massive cost and lag, cash flow crunch the, the, impacting the, them. The lag of of where the money's coming from. And uh, one of the other things I thought that was pretty interesting was the incentives uh, to work in Western Australia where you want to get some stamp duty rebates and things like that. How would that work? And do you think the state government would even get on board with that? Well, I think the the stamp, I think the state government would probably look at many ways as they are in trying to incentivise um, uh, workers to come into into Western Australia, and I think what we've seen is uh, is right through the, the the COVID pandemic is a is a real challenge around that skilled labour, and, and I think many sectors of the market are looking for skilled labour to to come into their industries, and that's really where building a better industry for, from our perspective is really important. Um, you've seen a proposal in there around a five day work week, and uh, which will create better opportunities around mental health and gender diversity, um, and and attract attract not only um, workers to come into our industry, but also um, to ensure a more stable environment for apprentices and, and getting getting more, uh, I guess, uh, a skilled workforce into our industry, but also keeping them uh, not just in the short term, but also in the long term. If you go to that sort of idea of a five-day week, do you mean a five-day week over six days, or like, as in would Saturday still be a work day or and, and on a rostered basis, or do you want it to be a Monday to Friday kind of thing? No, I think there's, there's obviously flexibility in that process, and I think that it's making sure that the that the principal or the the, the builder is to be able to is is going to be able to work to um, to to fit that process and what what meets their purposes for that particular um, uh, project. So so there is a bit of flexibility there, but we would certainly like to see that um, that element adopted by by principals and also the government. And I think that that's going to we feel that's going to create a better opportunity for for better diversity. Um, but also what we're seeing is is the challenges around the industry have impacted our, our industry around our mental health space. And um, and I, we, we think that that um, that an introduction of that type of concept will, will help that as well. Yeah, and attract more people back into the industry. Yeah, and also attract them, but but also, Joe, to keep them. And I think yeah. that's really important. We, we need an industry that's that's, uh, that's going to be thriving. I mean, it's a, it's a $30 billion sector and, you know, we employ 10% of the state's workforce. So mm. um, it's a really important uh, sector to the state economy. Uh, what we've seen, it, it completely operational right through the pandemic. Um, and that has been a challenge to, to keep to keep sites operational and comply with the requirements um, for for health and safety and, and wellbeing, particularly during the, the pandemic. So um, the industry's done remarkably well considering the, the pressure it's been under. And, uh, and the government has backed us to stay operational. I think now um, they're really keen on seeing how we can we can work together to be sustainable over the over the long term now. And and, and like I'm really confident a uh, a good good percentage of these reforms will be accepted and, and we're pleased the, the minister and, and the premiers is backing this process in. Yeah, and do you think I mean I'm a little bit cynical about working parties, working mm. groups. Do they mm. are they just do they just end up being talk fests or do you think that this is really something that is going to get you somewhere? Look, oh yeah, I, I hear you, and 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 look, the, all the conversations we have with the government have been really promising. I think the it being such a such a large sector and such an important employer within the state, um, 
but I, I, I'm confident this just won't be a talk fest. We'll actually deliver outcomes. And, and probably the, one of the, the differences between, I guess, the talk fest is we've got 18 recommendations on the table. So uh, we're not creating recommendations where it's about how many, how many of these, these recommendations can we actually implement. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and that's where I think I'm, I'm certainly hoping that um, within the next month or so that we'll be able to make announcements around these reform measures. And, and the, if the government can, uh, can again show leadership in this procurement and contract space and, and the things we're asking for, we certainly hope then that the private development industry and other principals will, will adopt our recommendations. And, and that's going to build a, a, a more sustainable and fantastic industry yeah, going industry. forward. And one, that's, and one that's been doing it really tough over the last, um, last two or three yeah, years sure. as well, I will say. Look, um, John, just finally, I know I can't talk, I know you can't talk about individual builders, but you'd be oh, aware oh. that there are problems across the home building industry with long oh. delays on builds. Can the yes. NBAWA do anything to help consumers and will this working party help this at all? Yeah, look, I think we've we've been doing and sort of acknowledge that it's been a, it has been a real challenge, and and as we said at the start of the the conversation, is those the builders have been really effectively in many cases the meat in the sandwich from these global supply chain challenges and and cost escalation that that really has impacted their their cash flow and ability to trade effectively. So, um, and we work with the government going back around the announcements in the last state budget around a, a stabilisation package, and part of that was a, a document that. That the, that the regulator released through the state government, which was titled Building a Home in Challenging Times, that outlines issues and also the, the rights of consumers as they go through this process. So we, we advocated for that, as, for that as an association to help educate mm. the public around what was going on. Um, so, so this process will help in many ways, even though it, it is focused around elements of non-residential. Yeah, um, there larger are larger projects, that, yeah. Yeah, and there are procurement aspects to the Department of Communities that oversee social housing um, construction as well. So we hope that'll 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 be part of the conversation. And um, yeah, so so this will will definitely help. And uh, but I think if we can build a, a better industry and and attract more trades and others to it, then the rub off will be, of course, across not just residential, but but uh, not just commercial, I should say, but also residential and and civil contracting as well. So it'll it'll build a a much better industry. And just as an example, you know, we were. Sitting close to, as an industry, about 27.8, you know, uh, uh, you know, billion in terms of its activity in 21-22, and and that's dropped down to about 26.3 um, for for this year. But but we expect that to It'll rebound to. Yeah, yeah twenty six, twenty seven. We expect it to be close to thirty one billion. So it's a it's yeah. a sizable industry, and well, and that's why I think the government's going to going to going to back us in, and we certainly hope that'll happen. John, thank you very much for your time this afternoon. Joe, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. John DeLavis there, Master Builders Association WA Executive Director. Interested to know if you're in the building trade, do these planned reforms make any difference to you? But you may have picked up there that I was referring when I mentioned uh, about the long-term builds, that I was referring to reports that home builder BGC is putting a curb on sales of new homes to concentrating on on building homes that have been taking literally years to complete. And I'm really interested to hear if you're one of those customers that has been waiting two years or more or 18 months or more to get a roof on your slab. Um, Some of the stories have been absolutely horrendous. Love to know yours. One double three eight eighty two.